0: So today's Life Lessons um, is with a friend of ours by the name of Alison Carter and Alison, I'm super jealous, is in Seattle, which I keep banging on about is on my bucket list. I think Cheryl's sick of hearing me say it. So every time I hear a Seattle voice, I'm like, oh, I want to go there. So hi, Alison. (laughs) Hi, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. It's our pleasure. And we asked Alison to do this podcast because um, Alison's message really resonated with a lot of the work that we do, especially when we're dealing with moms. sometimes a little bit further down the line around, you have a family and sometimes you can lose your identity. And what's incredible about Alison's story is she found her identity and it's led her into like this totally different life that she didn't know she might have before she had children. So yeah. we just are really excited to share your story with um, the guys who are listening today, Alison, so take us back that it started when you had your family, yeah?
1: Yes. Um, yeah, it is a crazy story and I, I do think it's a relatable one for, um, a lot of moms listening And, you know, you have kids and then your life totally becomes about them. And I was an elementary school teacher for years and I was thriving in that position. Like I did all of my continuing education and I was like crushing it and leadership. And I was like the best teacher. And then I got pregnant with my daughter and I always thought that I would go back to teaching. And she just was a little bit more important than that part of me and I decided to stay home and always thinking I would go back to the classroom once you know all my kids were also going to school at that time and I look back and I that was kind of the first step into me losing a big giant piece of me because my identity was really wrapped up in being a teacher like that was who I was and then I was mom and it kind of was like I kept putting these labels on other things in my life other than, you know, what am I, what do I like? What do I do? Uh, so I threw myself into the stay at home mom thing. I did the baby groups and the co-op preschools Hmm. and the themed play dates. And as we'll talk later with my business, I am a natural hostess. Like I am at my best when people are at my house, I'm entertaining. I'm putting little activities and experiences together that to me is a gift. My love language is gifts. So I like giving in that way. Uh, Mm -hmm. And so I was, you know, like that themed play date mom thinking I was the Pinterest mom that we all know now just doesn't exist or exists for you in, (laughs) in certain ways. I really believe every mom has some sort of Pinterest mom hiding inside of them. And, you know, when you think of Pinterest, it's, full of categories so maybe I might be the Pinterest mom when it comes to parties and celebrations but you might be the Pinterest mom when it comes to playing outside with your kids or cooking with your kids or you know something that I'm not skilled in doing so I kind of think that everybody has that little Pinterest in them so I don't want to totally you know turn my nose up to the
0: Pinterest mom because she's hiding in us well when when I had my son because he's six now and I remember being on maternity leave and most of us haven't like had time off as grown-ups have we like you go it. You yes. so I was like at home for the first time like in- yeah I had never really been sick or and I remember my husband saying this would be a really good time to like do something from one of those cookery books that you have because I had like <laughs> how to be a domestic goddess and all of these books and I remember thinking Whoa. I've never made muffins. I look at the pictures, and I remember like just then, like spent like three months of baking. I just baked because it was you know the phase when they just lie and gurgle a lot and don't really do anything. I just baked, and people kept raspberry muffins and blueberry muffins and chocolate brownies and. I was just still so Pinterest. I loved it. Yeah, you're the
1: Pinterest muffin maker. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so we all have that. And I mean, those are the days where you just basically laid on the couch and like binge watch Netflix and nurse your baby all day long. I mean, like looking back, having multiple kids, wasn't that a dream? I mean, <laughs> you don't get that time back.
0: I'm thinking, why did I only have one? Like, that was like the best time (laughs) I ever had.
1: (laughs) Well, let me tell you, when you have two, you don't get that time. (laughs) There's no sitting on the Netflix, like with your shirt off, uh, nursing (laughs) the baby all day long. I I wish, but that is over. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, I was, I never really thought anything of it. I loved being a mom. I was fully into that road, um, thriving, I thought. And then I had my son. And I actually had a very hard time accepting the fact that I was going to have a boy. And I know this sounds so silly and people, I get comments about it because I'm insanely lucky that I had two healthy babies, but I always envisioned myself with sisters. I'm super close to my sister. I just, I never thought I would have a boy. Yes, <laughs> and yes. so it was a hard pill for me to swallow And I wasn't super like in, I have very hard pregnancies. And so I just wasn't enjoying that time. I was like excited to meet my son, but I was very nervous about what that was going to be like. And then he came And I immediately felt so much guilt because I was like, what the heck was I? What are you? You are so crazy. I'm so obsessed with him and I'm not going to have another baby. But if I would, I'd be like, I totally want another boy because, oh, they're so dreamy. Oh, they're so dreamy. Um, And so that's so crazy. But so then I just felt like I was on this huge emotional roller coaster. And then I had to now be a mom of two kids and that I didn't know how to do well. I was very split. And I feel like when you have your first baby, you split in two. And when you have your second baby, you're split in like 200. There's just, everybody needs something. There's something happening at all times. You still have to take care of your house, but you're like, you're, there's too much to do. Your husband's like, Hey, what about me over here? Remember me? Yeah, uh, like- and I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> See in five years, friend, I, I don't have time for you. So yeah, there's just, it's very hard. And I had a very hard time transitioning. Um, I get a lot of anxiety when I feel like everything falls on me and that pressure, like I'm the one that has to feed the baby. I'm the one that has to entertain the kids. I, Me, 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 that is very triggering for me. And that, that transition from one to two was all of those triggers. And I, looking back on it, I see all of that, which is crazy, but living in it, I was like, I love being a mom. I had this smile on my face. My kids are so cute. I, I love being a mom. I just would say that over and over. And then I would think like, this cannot be it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> totally. And I mean, I, I do love being a mom and I do love being with my kids, but I also need something else. And that's just my personality there's definitely moms out there that are like, I am a mom until, you know, I have more free time and that is what fills my cup. And that's just, that's not the only thing I need to fill my cup. And um, I realized, I did I only realized that after I had a conversation with my girlfriends about party planning.
0: Which- did you feel guilty though? Even seeing it, Allison? did you feel... 'Cause you know, I I have travelled since Caleb was nine months old until he was till he started school, I would travel every week and people mm-hmm. were like, I've got a child like at home. And, yeah. and I always whether it was my awareness Security. it felt like judgment. <laughs> it did feel like there was a bit of a and hmm, you're here. Yeah. It was yeah. like, no, That's how it and and I loved him and I didn't like being away from him, but mm-hmm. equally I enjoyed my job and I enjoyed getting to be me and mm-hmm. doing all the gym stuff and the things that I couldn't do if I was at home with a new baby.
1: Yeah. At this, at that point, I didn't even think starting a business was something that was even on my radar. Like I didn't seek that at all. Uh, but I would, uh, we, my husband and I are very fortunate. We went to high school together. So our grand, our parents live very close to us. And so we have all four grandparents that are really close. And so we are like, we've been those people that would like drop our baby off for sleepovers because we had four people ready and willing that we trusted that we were Mm -hmm. like, yeah. And people were like, Oh my gosh, I could never like leave my four month old. Like, Mm -hmm. how would you do that? And I'd be like, well, because I need to sleep or I'm going to, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. So, I mean, there was, I got comments like that and I kind of was like, okay. Um, date nights I would get like, Oh my gosh, I wish I could have a date night. Um, that must be nice or things like that. Like, (laughs) uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so there was th- there's those little things, and I'm pretty good at being like knowing what I need. Um, I think some of the guilt w- arose when I was trying to make excuses for myself into not starting a business. Um, mm-hmm. Because when, well, do you want me to just talk about like how it started, how I, I kind of? Okay. Yeah,
0: be really good. But I think it's just interest in the journey, isn't it? Of kind of thinking, well, I'll yeah. be the, I'll be the, I'll be the mom, and I'll be at home. And then it's almost that realisation of this is lovely, but there's just a little bit I'm of something missing, I'm not fulfilled. Yeah. And I think it's okay to feel like that. If anyone's yeah. listening, to it, it does not mean that you love your children less. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that you're not a great mom. It just means that it's okay for you to want something for you and to explore whatever that is. And you're not, yeah. you don't have to just be known as a mom. You can yeah. be Helen, Mhm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Helen. Before, yeah. <laughs> <why you're> <laughs> Helen yeah yeah but we you can't be Alison. known as yourself yeah you don't yeah. have to to somebody's mom it's all that's okay it's okay it's yes all
1: good. yes i totally agree and it is yeah i yes i think that it actually makes you a better mom when you have something that you are also passionate about or pouring some sort of energy into because you are kind of feeling that um up for yourself. I um, I attended, I don't know if, is Rachel Hollis like a thing over there across the pond? <laughs> she's, yeah, yeah. She's,
0: she's, yeah, she's she's not as big as she is over there yes. because of the entrepreneur circles that yes. we go to. So yeah. She's okay.
1: Big. Um, they, I attended her RISE conference uh, last year and it yeah. was really great, but she has this a kind of analogy where women are a glass vase and you're, if you just sit there and pour, pour, pour into the glass vase, what do women want to do? Give it. So we're spilling it, spilling it, spilling it, and we're tipping it over and we're tipping it over. And what happens to a glass vase if you tip it over and continue to spill out? It's going to break. Mm -hmm. But instead, if you just have your vase standing tall and proud and accepting all of those good things, eventually they're going to overflow without you having to break. And so I really, that really resonated with me uh, because that is literally what a mom does. It's like give, 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 give give constantly instead of I'm going to take and taking is okay because it's ultimately going to result in giving.
0: Yeah, yeah, And
1: that was a long lesson for me to learn. Um, but I'm so glad that I did because when I decided to do something for myself, it totally changed my outlook. I had more energy. I enjoyed spending time with my kids more because I, I knew that I also had, you know, that productive nap time that was coming up. Like I felt like I was actually contributing and I was, you know, firing on all cylinders versus clawing my way to nap time so I could sit on the couch for two hours and watch a show and not do anything with my time because I was like so exhausted. But when yeah. I decided to do actually do something fulfilling and productive, it just changed my whole life. I mean, I'm totally a different person than I was two years ago. Uh, and I look back on that person. I'm like, what if I didn't have, what if I didn't like talk to my girlfriends that day what if I didn't say yes or what if I listened to all those excuses that told me don't do this or wait five years um I'm it kind of makes me scared to think of what I don't know what path I would have gone down I don't know if I would have I don't know where
0: I would be right now so I'm just you you, you, you took the path that was meant for you right yeah so the interesting thing though just to pull out there what you said is about energy and we talk about this all the time so and I think families sometimes try to help you know when you've just had kids and you might say oh I want to go over here and do this too and they're like well you're already tired like Mm -hmm. we've had some clients say this haven't we where they're like you know don't bite off too much and they it's coming from a good place but because you need to do that thing of purpose and that thing that fulfills you it gives you energy and Mm -hmm. that's what's important for us to remember is that again if as the mum as the matriarch of our own little family if we're producing all the energy given all this water for the you know to everybody else it's like we have to do something that fills our batteries up and recharges yeah. up. and something sitting and watching desperate housewives for two hours while the kids are having a nap it doesn't do that it's actually yeah. you're switching off but you're just kind of in neutral you're not gaining anything from it so it's really good that when the kids are little you realize that you needed something to give you energy as mm-hmm. much for you to give. Yeah, so tell us what happened this night with your girlfriend. Yes, I know. Sounds like yeah, so
1: my girlfriends and I met at a parent baby group at our hospital when all of our babies were really little, like weeks old. And we kind of did that whole like, I'm going to maybe date you, like I'm going to check you out. Like, mm, I think I might be friends with you. Uh, maybe I'll be friends with you. And then it's like, who's going to be brave enough to like ask for a number <laughs> or like ask to go on a walk? Like who's going to make the first move? And I mean, we all were new moms with these tiny babies. And we, a couple of them were like, let's go on a walk. Like it's a sunny day and you know, we'll go get lunch afterwards. And so I made my sister go with me to that first meeting. Cause I was like, I don't know these girls. Like, I don't like, I'm all nervous. And so we went we walked, we totally hit it off and we just became fast friends. And there's just like a tight knit group of these girlfriends, our babies, our kids are in the same, our kids are now five, but they're in the same stages. We still walk every single week that same trail, that same lunch spot. Um, and we really grew up as moms on that trail. Uh, we had a lot of milestones happening on that trail and we have a Facebook messenger thread mm-hmm. to kind of, you know keep us company <laughs> throughout the day. You know, like I can literally, you will not understand what my kid just did. Can you even believe it? Mm-hmm. Or like, look what they're doing, you know, back and forth. And so one night, on one of those nap time days where I was sitting in front of New York housewives probably uh, we were talking about first birthday parties And my girlfriend is a full-time working mom. And she was like, "I, I mean, we need to have a first birthday party, but I just don't have the time. I don't have the energy. I don't, I can't even wrap my head around thinking of all that needs to go into planning that party. And I said, I'll do it. Um, And then I thought, well, how the heck am I going to do that? I really don't want to like set up her whole party. (laughs) That's a big commitment. But um, because all of our second birthdays, our kids' birthdays, at this point, I had a three year old and a six month old. And all of our second babies were born within days, if not weeks, of each other. Um, And so we were like, okay, you take this weekend for your kid's birthday. I'll take this weekend. And this is my theme, you know, all that. And so I was like, okay, well, I have to plan Hudson's birthday party. But I I can help her in some sort of visual way. And so I kind of problem solved that in my head. And I opened a Google Slides doc because I didn't even have PowerPoint on my Mac at that time. And I went to Pinterest. I thought that like a first no time to siesta. It's Charlie's first fiesta would be like a cute little theme. And I really wanted to do a fiesta, but I already had my theme for Hudson in my head. So I was like, Oh, I could plan this for her. (laughs) And I found some like inspiration pictures and some different products that would bring that to life and put the links directly inside of it. I did like a little menu plan and found an activity and I think I found Charlie like a little dress, like a, a Fiesta inspired
0: dress. God, and I, I feel just- feel like kind of- a really bad mom at this point. I'm just thinking like, I literally hire the local soft play and throw a load of kids at it. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, um, which is
1: awesome great. Fan. No, no, that is not at all what I want. That is like one of my biggest pet peeves. So no, the fact that you are having a celebration for your kid is what matters. Like, that's all that matters. I don't care what it looks like. I, uh, so anyways, I, I'll get to you in a minute. Um, I, I planned this whole thing in this visual way and I emailed it to her and she was like, what is this? Like, I immediately can envision what I'm going to do all of it. I just have to click and it goes right to my Amazon cart. Um, I can, I know what to do. I can give this cake idea to this baker and she can recreate it. And like I, all of this is done for me. Like this is huge. You should do something with this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and then the excuses came, and I was like, I don't have time for this. And, and I'm like, because hmm, time means watching Housewives for two hours. And like, <laughs> okay, um, you know, like all of that stuff. There's not no time for this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm like, the fact that I use time as an excuse now when now really I don't have any time to do stuff is like, it's so laughable to me, but you know, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I chose to be a mom, so I'm not going to, I, I gave up a job that I loved to be a mom. So why would I start another job that I know nothing about? I have zero clue how to run an online business. I want this to solely be online because I don't want to give up my nights and weekends, setting up other people's parties. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of this stuff, like how will people find me? How, you know, what I have to have an Instagram now. Like, I mean, all of this stuff that I was like clueless on any of these things. And so it was just excuse after excuse. And I just kind of said, okay, we're going to try it. Why not? So I put it in front of more moms and they were like, uh, this is amazing. Like, what the heck? Like you can do this in any theme. I think of how many moms, especially working moms would Mm -hmm. like Love to have something done for them. And if you go a traditional party planner, I mean, that's at least $1,000 that you're spending with somebody mm-hmm. to take over your party and then be there. And so if I can do the prep work and the online shopping for you, and then I pass the baton on to that mom and she gets to host and take all the credit, mm-hmm. um, I'm fine with that. And I loved every second of putting that party together. It was so fun for me because the hunt is my favorite part. Mm -hmm. That's the part I have learned that nobody else likes. (laughs) There's a select few that do, but with the moms that I help, they're like, that's the part I hate. That's the part that takes forever. That's the part that's confusing. And you know, you go find a picture on Pinterest and you go to someone's beautiful blog and there's no, no, Uh, links to like oh you like that banner in that picture here's where you can find it or let me give you a tutorial on how I designed that banner so you can go and look at all these pictures but looking at all the pictures literally doesn't do anything for you other than give you a visual of what you want and then the comparison starts in because you're like well I have no freaking idea how to recreate that beautiful table I don't have that box. I don't have that tablecloth. I don't have all those stuff. And so that always drives me crazy when I'm planning my own parties. And so I decided to do all of that hunting for you. So you like the things in that picture. Here's the options of where to click and find it. Um, I have a weekly checklist that breaks down the party like in six week increments. So it gives bite sized little chunks to keep you on track. So it's not all of the things that you need to do, have fun. Uh, that's where the overwhelm comes in because you open your party plan and you're like, it's gorgeous. When am I going to have time to do this? Yeah. That's where the checklist comes in and saves the day because six weeks out, you can create your guest list and order your invitations. That's your two jobs. Oh, check, yeah. check. I can do that. Four weeks out, mail your invitations. Does this I become
0: like <laughs> a full-time thing now for you then? Or are you just doing it as a, like how did it blow up? Like. Um, so this was like, I'm going to get in front of some
1: moms, like local mom group, and I'm going to uh, like create some inventory of popular themes. And I'm going to, you know, basically work for free. And I think when you're starting a new business, that's a lot of what you do. Like you just Mm -hmm. start and do creating these things and testing it out. And I, because I did not want to take any time from my family unless I knew that what I was creating was actually going to help somebody. I did not want to create something that felt like I was adding another thing to a mom's plate. I wanted this to be, I'm taking something off of it. Uh, And so I really wanted to perfect it. And so I, I went back and forth with my girlfriends who are a very diverse group. Maybe one of them enjoys planning parties. All of the rest of them are like, I hate planning parties. This is horrible. I don't even want to have a party because it sucks. And so it was a good audience for me to go back and forth with. And so we just went back and forth. What else do you want? What else do you want? And they just kept giving me and I kept adding it. And so now I've helped thousands of women around the world. I've helped moms in Australia and Bermuda, um, the UK uh, and because they can come to my site and access Mm. any digital plan they want. I have over 50 themes listed on my site. And if you don't see a theme that you want to host um, I have a custom plan where I'll start the party from scratch and, you know, customize it for you and the theme that you're looking for. And um, yeah, it's, I mean, I still am a mom when my kids are home I'm with them, I'm mom. And when they're at school, like right now, or napping and my daughter does quiet time, uh, I'm working and it's been really great. Like uh, Forbes featured me in uh, one of their stories where kind of about what I'm talking about now, like sharing wow. how, I, how one conversation sparked the idea of a business and, and how I said yes. Um, when it was easier to say no. (laughs) And my parties have been featured in printed magazines. And I started my own podcast called Memories and Moments. And it's just spiraled into this, this thing that women are craving help showing up for their families in a way that's realistic for them. And that is really the heart of my business. It's at the end of the day, I'm giving you a tool that helps you enjoy making memories and experiences for your family. That's it. So your bouncy house for your son's birthday, you are creating an experience and you're creating those memories for your loved ones. It would be a lot easier to be like, he won't remember. I'm not going to have a party. That's Mm -hmm. a lot easier, but that's such like, that's such a milestone. Birthdays are such a huge part of kids' lives and your lives, because every birthday party is a celebration for the whole family. Like you made it another year. They're alive. <laughs> they're thriving. Like you did it. Um, yeah. and you know, shout baby showers and bridal showers and adult birthdays. I mean, it's, I really feel every occasion, big or small deserves to be celebrated. And I like to help my moms and other women to, um, you know, kind of put the focus back on that.
0: It's wow. about celebrating. Mm-hmm. So, so if then sort of round up, if you were saying, you know, a young, well, a mom who's got a young family and maybe has this whisper of something that they want to do, like what would be your advice for them? What's your life lesson that you want to pay forward to them, Alison? I would just listen to it because it's not going to go away. It's
1: going to get stronger. And at where I was, the only thing I had to lose really was time because I was creating something from my own head. I wasn't, you know, making a product that was investing like tons of money. And so I was able to sacrifice some time to see if this would work. So my, uh, my advice would just be encouragement of step into it and see what happens. Because you never, it could be really great or it could not be great and nothing will change. If it's not great, nothing about your life is going to change because you're already not doing it. (laughs) So you know what that looks like, but what if you said yes and you had this huge life changing moment where you found something that fuels you so much and you can't like imagine your life without it. And that's what happened with me.
0: I love it. It's like we bring yeah. the kids up and say, just say no and now we're saying, but then when you're grown up, just say yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Thank you so much. Thank yeah. You. It's been you're welcome. Amazing. Thank you oh, for yeah. having me.
0: Best of luck and well done being in folks already. Like we're going to be watching to see what happens next. <laughs> Thank you.
1: Thanks,